Welcome back, SPC listeners. I'm super happy to bring you a chat with Dan Justman from the Airplane Owners and Pilots Association, or AOPA as it's known, about their program designed to help Part 61 students and instructors with their training. And I'm pretty excited about it. I hope you enjoy Episode 65, After What? Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango, so Chandler Air Service. We have Sulu, and uh, we'd like a south departure, please. As I said, I'm pretty excited about this one. AOPA is trying to tackle what is likely part of the reason so many people quit pilot training before achieving their certificate. It's organizing the flight training process and making it more transparent and predictable, even in a Part 61 setting. With their AOPA Flight Training Advantage Program, or AFTA, they're hoping to make flight training a little more enjoyable for both the student and the CFI and make the process a little bit easier, more predictable, and more streamlined, thus saving money, time, and hopefully helping a few additional people earn their certificate. Now that's something I can get behind. So I had a chance to talk to Dan at Oshkosh about the program and get into its genesis, what the future plans are, and so on. But unlike some of the other features I did at Oshkosh 2022, we ran into a snafu with the video. So this one will be an audio-only episode. But I did have Dan do a demo of the CFI iPad app that can be used to track students' progress. So I'll release that as a video on our new YouTube channel shortly. As for the discussion about AFTA, you can enjoy that right here, right now. Welcome back, SPC listeners. We're back here for another Oshkosh 2022 feature. And I'm sitting here at the AOPA little campus they've got here, right on the flight line. And I'm here with Dan. Dan, can you introduce yourself and what your role is? Yeah, thank you. Dan Jossman. I'm uh, Vice President of uh, You Can Fly Programming with the You Can Fly Group. Uh, of the AOPA Foundation, and I am privileged and lucky enough to be able to, to represent and talk about the AOPA Flight Training Advantage here at Oshkosh to, to uh, flight training students and CFIs and flight school owner-operators as well. We're having a great time. Excellent. So I caught wind recently, Dan, of uh, something you're calling AFTA. Um, that is the AOPA Flight Training Advantage, I believe. That's exactly right. Uh, the uh, AFTA, the AOPA Flight Training Advantage, is a flight training platform designed to do a better job than a typical paper flight training syllabus because it automatically adapts to student progress every step of the way. All right, so that's what we are going to be talking about today. But before we get into that, I always like to start with the personal. Sure. Uh, are you a pilot, Dan? I am, instrument-rated private pilot. I started flying back in 2000. Um, and have had great job opportunities and life experiences, but flight training has been one of the most rewarding and enjoyable things that I've done in my life. So I'm really, really um, privileged and happy to be able to help open those doors for others through uh, AOPA and our efforts. Excellent. So the big question is, what got you interested in flying? How did that all happen? Oh, great, great question. I was just chatting with someone earlier today about that. Is for me, I grew up, actually, I'm a Wisconsin native. I grew up just about an hour and a half south of here. And um, uh, there was a park next to where we lived. And people flew 
two-meter radio-controlled gliders, and they'd just get up there, and they'd sail, and they'd fly around, and it just was effortless and, and the most pristine thing I've ever seen, and, and I think that's where the seed was planted, and I knew somewhere along the way I was going to become a pilot, and I just had to do it. I didn't have aspirations to be an airline pilot, but I loved the idea of simplistic flight, and uh, you know, along the way of life, got my uh, private pilot's license and instrument rating as well, and I just love flying general aviation. And where did you train? Uh, I trained in Orlando. Actually, I lived in uh, Florida at that point, and I trained at the Orlando Executive Airport. All right. So let's get into AFTA a little bit. Um, you gave a brief explanation. Just go one step deeper and tell us kind of the different parts of it. I think there's three different basic parts. Um, just let us know how that kind of works together. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a Part 61 Initial Certificate Flight Training Program. So it's not a ground school. It's for the flight training um, portion, and it's based on the FAA uh, ACS standards, and it's for sport, recreational, and private pilot certificates. It's free to AOPA members and free trials available for non-members, uh, and it's also free for flight training providers uh, and memberships not necessary for them at all. So you mentioned the three areas. So, yeah, there's, there's three different ways to access it. We've got three stakeholders in flight training, right? You've got the student pilot, you've got the instructor, and then you've got the flight school owner-operator as well. So the flight school owner-operator and the flight training student, they access it through a web portal. So any device... As long as they've got an internet browser and an internet connection, they can access it anywhere, anytime, anyplace. And then the CFI version is used through an iPad app. So that makes sense because instructors are used to using an iPad in the cockpit. It's a proven technology. They're able to do that you know, great in the, in the cockpit. Everything works well there. But also back down in the flight school and moving around, they've got access to everything they need to do through the program through the iPad app. Excellent. As you mentioned, it uh, for, the, for the learner, it is an... AOPA membership benefit, exactly essentially. Right. Yep. And who would you say are the competitors to AFTA? Well, uni AFTA is really unique. There really isn't anything out there like it. So there really isn't competition for this type of thing. It's a new way of thinking. It's a new way to do flight training. Um, it, it adapts to the student progress, so it saves them time and money and their progress. It provides the most efficient path to do it. For the flight instructors, it reduces their workload. So they've got less time doing paperwork and prep work, so that's more time teaching and flying. And for the flight schools, they've got uh, new insight into their business, and it helps them provide an excellent customer experience to their student pilots, which keeps them coming back for more and more. Now, you, you mentioned specifically that it's Part 61, um, and I presume that's because um, in, in more structured training, they already have a plan, and this wouldn't necessarily fit into that. Yeah, the current version is Part 61 only, but we do have aspirations to work it into a 141 uh, platform. Uh, don't have a timetable on that yet. Right now, we're really working at getting the Part 61 version out there for these primary certificates uh, to get adoption and to get more schools in it, CFIs, and obviously students using it to get them completing their certificates and, and their aviation goals. All right. Thank you. Tell me about the history. How did AFTA get started? Uh, how did this become part of the benefit program at AOPA? Sure. Well, Mark Baker, AOPA President Mark Baker and others at the organization, they recognized that flight training was a uh, you know, one of the barriers into people joining and entering the, the aviation community. And that there are some significant problems with the way that that experience was being designed and delivered. So along those lines, in that spirit, one of our own uh, employees, uh, Chris Moser, who's a CFI experienced uh, instructor, 
he was frustrated using a paper syllabus for flight training his own students and just realized, gosh, there had to be a better way. So in that spirit of trying to figure out better ways to do that, um, we came up with the concept of AFTA and it, where it would, it would adapt to student progress. So based on everything they're doing and how well they're doing it, it would bring lesson activities back up into it. And we've designed the program and um, brought in a, a flight training advisory board, so a panel of uh, expert, experienced CFIs and flight training providers all brought into the planning, and ultimately that's how AFTA was created. Cool. So what does the team look like that's building AFTA? Is this an in-house team? Did you contract it out? Um, and how long has it been being worked on? Sure. So it's actually been from from inception to now has been a couple years. Uh, we, we brought on, uh, obviously, our uh, panel of experts and CFIs and, and the people at AOPI have been brought in to, to help out with that. Uh, we heard Pablo Morelia, who's uh, a software guy and, and, and also great at working at project management for IT projects like this. And then we did go out to a third-party vendor to do the actual development. Um, and now it's all in-house. So everything that we're doing now is to continue to tweak and to develop and to grow um, and to adapt the system even further is all being done in-house now. Okay. This is a bit of a loaded question, but how has adoption been? Is it meeting expectations? Well, it started slow, but part of that was because we wanted to get it out there with some beta schools, get it tested to make sure that the technology worked. And in the past few months, we have uh, actually ramped up our marketing efforts because we're, we're feeling pretty good about where the product is and how it's doing. And the feedback has been tremendous from those that, um, that have been using it. So, we're up to actually over a thousand flight schools and independent CFIs have signed up for it. Uh, there's nearly 150 active students, so those that have logged hours in the last 90 days, 166 active instructors within the past 90 days, and and the feather in the cap here is that we've logged over 3,000 hours in the program now, so it's getting used. So we've ramped up marketing efforts the last couple of months, and that has helped to help to get the word out there. But you know, it's working. It's working great. The feedback has been fantastic, and we're really excited to keep it going and, and see where we can take it. Excellent. Well, what is next for the product? What do you have in the pipeline as far as features, um, um, maybe even additional markets that you're trying to go after or different types of students? Um, is it only for primary training right now and so on? Yeah, right now, primary training. You know, We want to get this uh, dialed in and, and uh, working as well as we possibly can for it. So right now, we're working on the tweaks. So we're getting feedback from others and maybe some, some pieces that we didn't get designed in the original version just because of scope. Um, so we're developing those pieces and putting them in. Um, and, you know, some things that could have maybe worked a little bit better, we're going to tweak that, get those updates done both on the web portal side and on the, the app version. Uh, the intent is to work on an instrument rating version next. And as we mentioned from the beginning, the 141 version, uh, it's, it's in the pipeline now. And then down the road, you know, sky's the limit, no pun intended. Commercial, multi-engine, ATP, CFI, all of those are opportunities because it's a, it's a neat way to get flight training done. So is this part of the long-term plans for AOPA? I know that AOPA has had member benefits that have come and gone uh, using technology in the past. How does this fit into the long-term plans, and how do you make sure that this stays, you know, that it sticks? Yep, great question. Uh, absolutely part of the long-term plans because we're tackling a big issue. You know, we know that 
data shown us that you know about 80% of people who start flight training don't finish. They don't get to their initial certificate. So we know that there's a huge area of opportunity to do that. And this is one piece that we know directly goes after it. It's the user experience. It's creating a better, more efficient way for student pilots to reach their goals. And we're starting with the initial certificate. You know, So that demand is out there. The opportunity is out there. I'm really excited to, to get it up and running here. Um, and now that it has been for actually just about a year, uh, the full production version has been going. And we've got some proven cases going we're getting close to some uh, private pilot certificates being completed. And um, as far as the long-range plans, this is one of the biggest issues that we're facing, and this is directly uh, going to fix that and push the needle. So we're confident that this is going to stick around. And, um, and it's a great member benefit. You know, it's, it's a great way. It doesn't cost anyone anything other than uh, the membership for the student. But we've reduced as many barriers as we could to make it affordable. But, you know, honestly, it helps. Um, student pilots are... F- getting their pathway and achieving their goals in an easier way, quicker, spending less money, um, you know, they make up for that membership expense, plus they're supporting general aviation as a whole. So it's a win-win for everyone. Perfect. Um, this is, uh, might be a difficult question to answer, okay. uh, but we'll give it a shot here. Okay. I love the sound of uh, dinosaurs being turned into noise. We are in a great <laughs> right here on the flight line. So um, the question I have at this point is, we, all, we both know that AOPA has a lot of influence in the aviation world, and especially general aviation. You gave me some stats about how the adoption has been so far. How does AOPA plan to um, track and, um, I guess, put a number on how you're affecting the industry. Do you expect something like AFTA to change that from 80% to 70%, 65%, something like that? And how are you going to track key performance indicators that show you that you're making an impact in the overall aviation industry? I know it's a big, tough yeah, question to answer, big, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, big question, tough question. But here's the advantage for us is that because the, the AFTA system is grading every step of the way, every lesson, every activity, we've got a tremendous amount of data there. So we're going to be able to track the effectiveness of the system, how far people get in their training, if they are dropping out, what those barriers are. We can find out those milestone moments, and then you know we'll be able to address those one by one and tackling it. So yeah, the tough part is getting the data overall because there's not a benchmark there, but from the data that we've done, the research has shown that it's about you know an 80% dropout rate. So you know we've got that kind of line in the sand drawn. So the goal is we just need to move that needle. There's not a number on there because there's factors obviously besides you know outside of our control on that part, but we're making proactive efforts to doing that to improve the process, to improve the experience and to give more people a better opportunity for success to meet their goals and, and to be pilots, become part of the community. That's what it's all about. Excellent. Well, a significant portion of my listeners are either student pilots or prospective student pilots would like to be someday. What would you like to tell them? Uh, about AFTA that you haven't already said, or how would you like to package that up for them? Yeah, that's great. You know, we're extremely excited about this program. We know that there's nothing else out there like this, and we've seen now that it's really helping students achieve their goal faster, which means more efficient and also, you know, costing less money. So it's a great way to do it. But here's the other key factors is we've heard flight training students, and I was one from uh, example is that I didn't really know what I was going to face in the next lesson. I just trusted my instructor that they'd lead me on this path, and I didn't know what to expect, so I didn't know how to prepare for it. Well, I'm not wired that way. I really want to be prepared and over-prepared in that. So with AFTA, at the end of their lesson, 
once that gets finalized, they know exactly what they're going to be doing in the next lesson, and they also know exactly how to prepare it because there's a whole wealth of, of uh, online resources available. So they know what they're going to be flying, they know how to do it, and then they can train and prepare for it. So they're better prepared, they're better in the know. So it's it's a great way to go through their flight training. And, you know, it's it's free. It's a member benefit, um, so it's not adding a lot on the flight training costs, but we also feel like the gains that they're going to make in their flight training journey are going to more than make up for that membership cost. But again, there's also a free trial. You know, so all you have to do is go to aopa.org slash AFTA, find out all the information about it. Go ahead, get signed up for your free membership and give it a go. Excellent. In my research, one thing you didn't mention, in my research uh, looking into this, some of, some of your testimonials talked about helping to save money right. in the training process because of AFTA. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, really. It's all about the most efficient pathway forward. So instead of uh, getting stuck on certain plateaus and staying there and like, like say you're having trouble landing, um, you're not going to keep doing lesson after lesson after landing. That's one piece that's going to be keep kept brought into this for you to work on, but also areas where the students progressing, they're going to be able to move forward in that. So you're making constant progress in areas. You're not going to get stuck in one, one plateau at one level. So you're constant learning, constantly growing. The things that the flight training student is doing well, they're going to move on and they're going to uh, have those skills developed and become proficient at that. And then they're going to be able to move on to the next pieces to get them closer to the goal. Those items that they need more work on, they're going to be continually reintroduced until they become proficient at that. So you're constantly making progress. You're not getting stuck. That being an efficient pathway is going to be less lessons. You know, less lessons done, that's the hope. That's the goal. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about it and seeing people progress with it. I appreciate the time, Dan. Thanks for hosting us here. And, um, you know, have a great Osh. Good luck. Thank you. It's great to meet you. Thanks for the time. We're really excited uh, to have this time with you and uh, look forward to the audience. But again, anybody has questions, aopa.org slash AFTA, AFTA. We look forward to, to connecting with you all. Thank you very much. So what do you think? Let me know. And if any of you are using AFTA right now, either as a CFI or a student, I'd love to hear feedback on it. You can reach me an email at bill at studentpilotcast.com or through Twitter using at Bill Will. That's Bravo India Lima Lima Whiskey India Lima. While I haven't used AFTA as I'm not currently a primary student or a CFI, I can see that there is definitely some real value in this and I'm happy that AOPA is getting behind it. Hopefully soon it'll expand out to more ratings and thus more students and CFIs, but in the meantime, I hope they meet their goal of helping students save time and money and stick with it just long enough to realize that they can get it done. And if we're lucky, we'll get more pilots joining our ranks. Until the next time, keep your head in the game and keep on learning. I'll catch you later. for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the podcast feeds on the web at studentpilotcast.com. Remember, 
Any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and for me alone in the situation I was in at the time. Please do not try to blindly apply anything you see or hear in this podcast to your own flying without thinking it through on your own completely. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.